How can personal trainers, fitness coaches, independent gym and supplement shop owners get more clients? My name is Tyson and this is the Marketing Fitness Podcast. I'm running a startup called Black Label Supplements and I'm on a mission to find which marketing strategies will help our retailers and brand ambassadors be most successful. If they win, we win. All right, today we are joined by Tyler Martin in Rexburg, Idaho. Um, thanks for join us in, joining us on Marketing Fitness, Tyler. Thanks for asking me. I'm, I'm happy to happy to chat. Yeah, and you're, you're an experienced podcaster, which we'll get into in a little bit. But um, I first wanted to, first of all, apologize a little bit because I'm, we're recording this a little later. Um, this morning has been nuts, as, as many of you guys probably have had issues with internet connections. And I'm really excited because in, in the job that I'm doing, um, we're revamping a flavor. So I was posting on Instagram stories about this flavor and some of the experiences we're having with our, our samples. And I start posting them and then the internet in the building dies. And so they get posted all out of order. So it's super confusing <laughs> to our people on Instagram. And I'm trying to fix it, and then my phone dies, and so I had to charge it, and I forgot my charger, so I was running around trying to find somebody <laughs> with the right charger, and uh, so yeah, one of those crazy mornings. So anyway, thanks for being patient with me. No, it's all good. I understand. We all have those kind of mornings. You just adapt and overcome. Yeah, you've never had that before, have you? <laughs> no, every, everything goes perfect. There's uh, never any hiccups. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, as I mentioned, you you have a lot going on and you have uh, several fitness related businesses. So I'd love you to just tell me a little about you and what you're currently doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> yeah, we, we do have a few different things uh, that, that we focus on. A, a CrossFit affiliate uh, called Teton CrossFit. Uh, we've been running for about for about six years. Uh, we have a rock climbing gym called the Rock Gym, uh, which has been about 12 years at this point. Um, moved to locations once with that. Uh, we run a yoga studio called the Yoga Loft, um, a, a, a little supplement store inside of all of that. Uh, also do remote coaching, uh, just kind of globally to a, a few different people. I kind of limit how many people I, I work with. Um, and then aside from that, also do a, a podcast, haven't actually recorded in, in a while just cause we've been focusing on the gym a little bit more. And then, um, also do some business consulting, uh, a company called cash calf, uh, where we just help people get businesses started. So we do, we do a lot, but, um, it's all pretty fun. It's all value based, just trying to add value to the world and, and get, people fit and healthy and live to be 95 and not in a nursing home. So. Yeah, I love that. And, and you said we, so talk to me a little bit about how, uh, who you hire, how you hire, who's helping you. Um, you obviously aren't doing this all on your own, I would imagine. Oh yeah. No, no way. Um, I always say we, uh, there's, there's just absolutely no way that you can, do things or, or try to do things on the scale that we're attempting them without people. So um, <clears throat> usually when I say we, I'm at least talking about my wife 
Um, and then as far as our staff goes, we just have incredible coaches, uh, front desk staff, um, you know, people that run our Instagram, just, uh, yeah, just lots of people that are extremely talented and, and, and passionate about what they're doing. Um, talk to me a little about, and this, this is going a little off of what I was thinking about talking to you, but I think it's very relevant because most of the time, and I've talked about this before, people don't see hiring as a marketing tactic. And I am a hundred percent opposite of that. I think hiring the right people, follow the right culture are a hundred percent part of your marketing plan. So tell me about, as you go through the hiring process, find people how do you do that? Yeah. yeah um, so we always start people off. Uh, sorry, my dog's barking. I had to go. The UPS guy got here and he was out freaking out at him. No worries. Um, so we, we always, we're, we're really big on, on relationships. So um, we always start people off with, we want them to either be uh, a member of the gym or familiar with what we do, who we are. And then we start people off pretty slow. Um, rarely do we hire someone that we don't know into a full-time position. We start them off slow and then we start to learn what they're passionate about, what they're good at, and the goals in life. So uh, once we kind of know that, then we can help them move into different positions in the gym um, or front desk staff or marketing or whatever that ends up being. So um I would say it's relationship based, just making sure that we have a good relationship with them and that everything's mutually beneficial. So they're good at what they do. Um, we trade value in, you know, obviously they get compensated monetarily, but then they're providing value to the business. So relationship based trade value. Perfect. And I, I love that. And we, we talked about that with Jeremy Cousins in a, a previous episode. He's an affiliate owner down in Thousand Oaks, California, and he, he was very much in the same boat as, as is what you're mentioning. Um, and that, that culture creation, in my opinion, is 100% a marketing-related aspect of a business. Um, so I want to shift gears a little bit. And with all your different businesses, um, who is your target market? Are they is it significantly different for each and you have different marketing plans for each or they're all similar fitness related. So do you try to, to tie them all in together and move, move people through your different businesses? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I, it's kind of difficult because um, as far as each entity goes, there is a slightly different target market as far as, let's call it like the 80, you know, the 80, 20 rule. You've probably heard of that. Um, so I would yeah. say <clears throat> our target market is 80% of a certain population, but then the other 20% in, in some way. So college students are uh, our target market for the rock climbing business, but then there's the other 20%, which end up being um, families and people that are there for kind of the fitness of rock climbing. Um, as far as CrossFit goes, 80% is general physical preparedness, people that are wanting to focus on health and longevity, but then there's also that 20% that are there for sport and, um, kind of the competition aspect of it. Um, 
I guess yoga, that one's more, that one's probably not 80, 20. That's probably more like hundred percent. They just want to, um, that would be more like general, general physical preparedness type people. Yeah. Lifestyle. Um, so yeah, I would say mostly it's, it, it is a different target, but you know, there's always kind of the, the stragglers or the, the ones that are on the side, which we want to make sure also mm-hmm. have a, a space to be in and, and that they can reach their goals. Man, that's, that's awesome. Um, how, as, as you look through this, when you look at from a 30,000 foot perspective, is there a lot of crossover as far as like, do you have customers coming in your rock climbing gym and then saying, Hey, I would love to start doing CrossFit or do you have people in those, both of those areas that are like, Oh, I'm going to buy my supplements here, or I want some extra personal coaching. Do you see a lot of crossover that way? Or does it seem to be pretty specific and separated? Yeah, there is crossover, but I wouldn't say that there's a lot of crossover. Um, now each business can kind of help each other in the marketing aspect as far as you know there might be a a a dad that comes and does crossfit and then his kids end up rock climbing but it there's not a lot of people that come for crossfit that end up getting a rock climbing membership um they might come do yoga for like the mobility and flexibility aspect you know so crossfitters that are wanting to do yoga um, for that aspect, uh-huh. but, but yeah, not a, not a ton of crossover. Um, and rock climbers don't really supplement that much as far as, you know, they're not looking for a, a pre-workout with beta alanine in it to, you know, do their thing. Um, they're just wanting to come climb. So yeah, a little bit of crossover, but not a ton. Okay. And, or I, I should ask you this earlier, are all these businesses in the same location? Yeah, they weren't for a long time. And then, uh, last year we built a building that could house all of it. So, um, cool. four separate, four separate businesses in the same building. Oh, that's awesome. It's like a, a fitness mall. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's been really good. It's been a really good change. Oh, cool. Um, so you mentioned supplements and, you know, we got to get those rock climbers on beta alanine because their arm pump would be significantly less, but that's another story. (laughs) Uh, but, um, with your supplement shop, do you find that to be, uh, is it, is it like a typical in-house pro shop where it's mostly your people in one of those businesses or is it more of a community based that people that are going to other gyms or have their home gym also come in and shop with you? Yeah, there we have a, a, a few products that people just want to come get and they're not members of the gym. They just want to come in and, and, and get them because we carry them and there's no one else that carries them for about 20 miles. Um, but then it, it's definitely CrossFitters get supplements from the gym um and then as far as rock climbers uh mostly cookies <laughs> and um and, and we have a, a couple fridges with different energy drinks and um drinks with bcaas uh all protein shakes and water and that's mostly rock climbers so rock climbers cookies and drinks uh crossfitters uh, more of the you know stereotypical pre-workout protein 
uh, BCAA powder sort of thing. Cool. No, that's, that's great. Um, and for people that might not know about Rexburg, Idaho, you know, you're, you're what, 10,000 people-ish with a university in the town? Yeah, there's, there's more now. Um, so there's about 25,000 students and 30,000, um, like, normal citizen people. Uh, so, oh, I mean, wow. it's, it's, it's probably, yeah, pushing upwards of 50, but students are always changing you know, whether they come to school and they finish right. or the semesters with different students. And so there's always a new population to market to. Okay, cool. So with all these businesses, as you create content, do you, uh, and obviously you have a little team that helps you in one way or another. Um, do you do a lot of uh, like have a content plan and then you multi-purpose that content? So if it's for example, if you're doing something for your your uh, consulting business as far as nutrition or um, that way goes, do you also take that and then implement it into your CrossFit gym and vice versa? Independently of the rest, um, we have someone that's over marketing uh, on each one of the businesses, and so not a not a ton of crossover. Well, let's move on to, um, now we, we talk about content, we talk about how your businesses go. So what do you do to reach your target market for each one of your businesses? Do you have a specific strategy that works well with all of them? Um, so a little bit different strategy on, on each one. Um, are, are people that are over each, like e marketing each business, they're pretty good at knowing where to go and, and how to go to them. But I'll be honest, word of mouth is 99% of what we do. So when yoga started, we just have really good yoga instructors and then the word just spreads. Um, same with CrossFit. We just have amazing coaches. Uh, people have seen really good transformations in, in themselves. And so it just kind of grows itself um rock climbing really the same way so as far as marketing strategy we just try to keep a a good solid community in each business um and then building on that community it kind of just sells itself so um i wouldn't say that we're like marketing experts in any way we've just built a really good community of people and that's a common theme that I've found, especially in, in the different niches you probably, so CrossFit, rock climbing, yoga, they're very community based. And as long as you've created a great product, you probably have a very nice building. So people feel good coming into it. You have great coaches, which we talked about hiring and that that's part of your, your product that you present or your service, I guess, is what it's more like that you present. And then people will naturally tell other people about it as you do that. Do you do any specific community events, whether it's just for um, maybe customer attention or adding value to your customers? Yeah, we actually do quite a few events. Really any, any holiday, there's some sort of workout that we will, uh, that we'll put on and, and we ask if, you know, members want to bring uh, different people from the community or friends or family um, we do rock climbing competitions. We do CrossFit competitions, powerlifting competitions. Um, there's really like no such thing as a yoga competition. So we don't really do anything there, but, um, 
yeah, we, we try to do different events, holidays, workouts, uh, and just, it, you know, the, the gym is kind of just a second home for people. So we want to make sure that they feel comfortable, know that they're always welcome and that there's something to do for them, whether they have family around or not. Okay. Yeah. And I love that. I think that that continues to build on what you talked about earlier is that community aspect. Um, now, shifting gears a little bit, you do have a podcast and you are really good. I've listened to some of it um, and you've been able to get some awesome names, some big names people know. So tell me a little about your podcast and your strategy behind it, your goals with it and um, how the process you go through to find guests. Yeah. Um, so the idea with it in the beginning is there, there's so many different ways of, I guess so many different aspects of fitness, right? So we know and understand CrossFit. So um, high intensity functional movements uh, that are constantly varied, but you know, you hear maybe some quote experts out there that say, well, that's not the optimal way of doing it. So then you look at someone who's into powerlifting and say, well, this is the optimal way to gain strength or Olympic lifting as far as explosive movements and, and yoga and just all these different things that you can do. And then same with nutrition, like paleo, Mediterranean, vegan, all these different things. And there's experts in all of these fields that say that they are the, the best and that you need to be doing this. And uh, that's always bothered me. I think that there's just one way to get where we need to go. Uh, or where we want to go. There's m lots of different ways. So the idea was to talk with experts, um, average, average people, average Joes, and just get different perspectives on different aspects of fitness. So we've had Olympic weightlifters, um, we've had CrossFitters, um, powerlifters, we've had doctors, just different people with different ideas that, that just share their ideas and then we can kind of just soak that up and we can pick and choose what's working for us. I, I love that. And that's one of the things that we've found here at Black Label Supplements is we don't want to be pigeonholed into um, where the traditional stereotypical supplement user is a bodybuilder or, you know, an elite athlete. And not to say that our stuff isn't great for those people, but we find that you know, more people that are into functional fitness for just so they can stay healthy or keep up with their kids or improve their outdoor activities. Or even me, like I'm training for Tokyo and I use our stuff and I believe in it. And so there's just a wide range of stuff. And so we felt like instead of focusing on what people are doing, focusing on what their end goal is instead. And it seems to be a really good strategy. And, um, I think it's it's along the lines of what you're saying and maybe the way the fitness industry is going as a as a whole anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And um yeah, it's fun I, as much as I like to listen to experts. Um you know, and they might pull out studies or or, or whatever they need to do to to kind of sell themselves. Uh, there's so much to be said from average people that have also made transformations. And it, it's tough because you can find a study for anything. So you could probably find like the donut diet and how you can 
lose weight and gain muscle on donuts. There's probably something out there, but uh, there are millions of people out there that have made transformations and just listening to their stories, what they've done, how they've done it. We can take that and just use it as well. You can learn something from everyone. So it's been fun. And, and as much as I've really enjoyed talking with, you know, people like Stan Efferding or Christian Lucero or, um, you know, big names in different industries, it's also so much fun to talk with the people that have just completely changed their lives by simple changes, whether that's nutrition or exercise or meditation or, you know, whatever it ends up being. It's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. And I, I, I hope um, I've seen you're, you're doing a challenge where it's focused on, I think you can tell me if I'm wrong, but walking a mile a day and increasing your protein intake. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear on your podcast, some of the, the experiences that people had from that simple change. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great idea. That'd be fun to do a, a podcast around that. Um, way excited about the, the, the challenge. So in, in people that I've had on the podcast and people that I've coached over the years and, and even myself, if there are two things that we could do, and this is just a generalization, but two things that we could do to just increase our, our chances of healthy longevity, it would be increase the amount of protein that we're eating and moving more. Um, most people, when they come to us and they're, they're saying, Hey, I want to lose body fat or I want to gain muscle. When you look at their overall diet, they're under proteined and they're not moving enough. Even if they go to the gym an hour a day, that's great, but there's not enough just general movement throughout the day to, to mm -hmm. maintain a healthy lifestyle. You know, the gym is great, but I, I, in my experience, I'd say walking an hour a day, but broken up into 10 minutes or like Stan Efferding, for example, he was on the podcast. He, he talks about three, 10 minutes. It's so beneficial to so many different aspects of our, our body, whether that's blood sugar, blood pressure. Um, heart rate, uh, aerobic capacity, everything, just that walking is so important. And that's cool, but general movement throughout the day is, is, is just so important. So yes, increasing protein, um, which has so many different effects, whether it's the, the thermogenic effect of food, so it's increasing our metabolism or helping with our total daily energy expenditure, um, it's just great. It's kind of a filler food. So if we eat more protein, we're not going to be eating as much fat and carbohydrate. So those two things, uh, they can be a really good foundation for people to build on or, or at least build that foundation so that they can, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that they can then have that life of fitness and, and health and longevity. Of course, and not to mention the mental aspect uh, and the, the positive vibes that come from um, or well, I don't know whatever their official term is, but come from that a little extra movement yeah. throughout the day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I appreciate your time. I could talk to you all day, Tyler, because I love marketing. I love fitness. And it sounds like your methodologies is a lot what mine personally is. And as well as what we're trying to do as a brand here. Um, but I want to be respectful of your time. So just finish with a couple more questions. If you can stick around for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're good. I appreciate it. Um, technology, if any, do you use in your businesses to help with your marketing? Um, really just uh, 
Instagram and Facebook. That's that's kind of been where 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 we've focused, and I think that's probably just because the that's where the majority of our members and customers uh, get their information. Um, I'm not hip on all the new stuff like TikTok and all that. So maybe as time goes on, if that's where the majority of people move, we'll move to it as well. But so far, the only technology is really just Instagram and Facebook. And we have, we have those linked with each other. So we don't even really touch Facebook. It just posts over there on its own. Yeah. Sorry. I just got a call, but I think we made it through. If you can hear me. You're good. Yep. Yep. I can hear you. And one of the things, and uh, never mind, I won't go into that. But um, so, last question is podcast. Your your podcast calls Cracking Fitness. I don't know if we mentioned that before. So, if anybody wants a great fitness based podcast, uh, go listen to Tyler's uh, podcast, Cracking Fitness. What other podcasts, if any, do you like recommend for other fitness business owners to listen to? Oh man. Um... Uh, my favorite podcast is Joe Rogan, which I guess that's like everyone else's favorite too, because it's one of the most popular ones. And he just has some great people on there. Um, I also like how open-minded he is. I know it's not a fitness-based podcast, but he has around nutrition and fitness. And so I, I really enjoy those. Um, other than that, uh, I used to listen to Barbell Shrugged, um, I haven't listened to it in a long time. I, I really liked a long time ago when it was just very basic, uh, you know, talking just the basics of fitness and nutrition, really enjoyed that. Um, but lately, uh, I'll be honest, I haven't really listened to a lot of uh, fitness-based podcasts, uh, listen and read a lot of books that are fitness and strength-based and, and nutrition and health, but um, haven't really done a lot of podcasts. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Um, and you're, you got plenty of stuff going on, so it's, it can be hard, but, uh, well, Tyler, I appreciate your time joining us here on marketing fitness and wish you the best of luck as you continue to build these awesome businesses. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add or, uh, tell people if they want to reach you, whether it's from a consulting standpoint or just general advice that they might want to reach out to you and ask about? Um, yeah, great question. Uh, we're always just happy to help. You know, I know that we're not the, the best fit for everybody. And so there's tons of people out there that, that are, are doing close to the same thing that we are. So, uh, we're happy to help if, you know, if someone needs it, uh, we focus mostly on, and I say we just cause you know, obviously can't do it all alone. So, um, focus mostly on general physical preparedness. Um, so if someone's just looking to get uh, healthy and, and lose a little bit of body fat and gain some strength. That's, that's kind of where our, our strengths lie. Um, so you can reach out to us just on Teton CrossFit, uh, whether that's Instagram or Facebook, um, or myself, which, uh, my Instagram is, uh, coach Tyler M happy to help if we can. So, uh, that's really what it ends up being is just, if we can help, that's great. And if there's a better fit somewhere else, then that's great too. We just want to see people, reach their goals. Awesome. Well, thank you. And that's it for this episode of Marketing Fitness. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Fitness Podcast presented by Black Label Supplements. 
If you are a personal trainer, fitness coach, independent gym or supplement shop owner with a successful marketing tip, let us know by commenting on this episode. You could be our next guest.